Good morning, survivors, and welcome to another edition of Mercury, a broadcast of hope here on WEHG 870 AM. This is day 448 since we came back on the air, and I'm here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark. Dr. Clark, any news? Just the usual, Max. I never thought the zombie apocalypse would become boring or routine, but somehow this one has. Luckily, we all still have plenty to keep us busy, but in terms of actual excitement, this event has really ramped down from the early days. Are you saying you want to go back to the first days after the lockdown? That's an unusual thing for someone to want. No, of course not. Those days were a little too exciting. I think we can all agree. But you have to admit that these days things are a little on the routine side. Maybe so, but that just gives us an opportunity to look for ways to liven things up. On the other hand, I'm sorry I said anything. You can sometimes make things a little too lively yourself, Max. Hey, what can I say? I do what I can to keep everybody happy. Um, Max, you do know that's impossible. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't keep everybody happy. Too many individual situations. No, I mean... It's impossible for you to make anybody happy. That's an awfully mean thing to say. I'm doing my best. No, that's not what... (sighs) Let me try again. It is impossible for any one person to make any other person happy. That's not how happiness works. Happiness is a state of being. It's not something that one person can confer onto another person, no matter how much they may want to. So why do people talk about how happy someone in their lives makes them? Two reasons. One, it's shorthand. People talk in weird, inaccurate shorthand all the time. It smooths out conversation because everybody knows what you mean without you having to go into a dissertation about it. Two, happiness comes easier in different circumstances. It's harder to be happy when you're caught in the rain without an umbrella and you're surrounded by zombies than it is when you're safely indoors listening to that same rain on the roof curled up with a good book. The right people can provide support and make the environment better for someone to be able to feel happy. But as you said, there are a ton of individual situations. Someone can be doing everything they can to make for a happy environment, but sometimes it just doesn't work because of something else that nobody has any control over. Okay, I think I get it, but can you explain some more? Sure. So let's go back to that earlier situation. Caught in the rain, without an umbrella, surrounded by zombies. Now let's say that someone comes by and gives you an umbrella. They had no weapon, so they couldn't do anything about the zombies, but they gave you an umbrella. Are you happy now? No. I'm surrounded by zombies. But the other person did all they could. Yeah, but I'm still surrounded by zombies and... Oh, now I get it. Now, does the fact that you're still not happy diminish what the person who gave you the umbrella did? No, that was a really awesome thing to do. But wait, wait, wait. Did they run away afterwards? Would it make a difference if they did? Well, yeah. I don't want somebody to be in danger just because I needed an umbrella. But on the other hand, with a second person there, maybe we could create a diversion and both get away. See, there's more than one way to create a supportive environment. And sometimes little gestures can mean a lot. Maybe they didn't see the zombies before they ran over with the umbrella, but stayed anyway once they did see them. This, in my opinion, is a big part of what I'm talking about when I tell the listeners to take care of each other. But we all say that. Yes, but do we all mean the same thing? There's so many ways to take care of others. Giving umbrellas, not running away and leaving someone to the zombies. 
Offering shelter, being kind, is not just sharing resources and saying we're all in it together. There's a bigger category that humanity as a whole is trying to achieve together. Taking care of each other might mean something as small as tripping over something and then moving that thing out of the way, if you can, so that others don't trip over it after you. The person coming the same way three days later might never know that you did that, but you still took care of them. It won't make them happy, but it might have diminished or prevented an ounce of unhappiness by changing their situation for the better. That's some deep stuff, Dr. Clark. What can I say? I've had a little extra time for the last 18 months or so to really think about it. Kind of a sabbatical from my teaching career, as you might say. Although I'm ready to go back to work just as soon as the zombies are ready to go and be dead again. If you're talking about going back to teaching, I think you already have. And I'd say that giving someone some food for thought is a great way for people to take care of each other, too. I'd agree. But don't get any funny ideas, Max. We're out of time for today. Oh, all right. You know me too well, though. At any rate, listeners, I hope you got a little bit of insight into how we're thinking over here at the station. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. As we've said several times today, take care of each other.